I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I think the great thing about scalable content is um, it allows you to take a second to really think about what it is you want to be known for. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation, episode 37. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We'd love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about scalable content and how it can help grow your business. But before we go any further, what are you drinking today, Jesse? I'm going to bore you today, Kate. It's just <laughs> it's just water. There's there's a lot going on, and I feel like I just need to. Uh, oh, yeah. What do they call it? Like stay hydrated. Stay. Well, I just recently read something about like how French women keep their keep their skin looking so good, and it's like I drink a lot of water and I drink a lot of herbal tea. So that's what I'm drinking today is water and herbal tea. I mm. Every morning, I seem to have like four different cups next to me. My oh, I have to like clear iced my tea. Desk. Yeah, iced tea, hot tea, water, and then my protein shake. Well, your skin, my, looks, your skin always looks great. So, oh, well, thank you. Yeah. So does yours. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, now that we've complimented each other, let's get down to our discussion with our guest Natasha Penny and find out all about scalable content. Natasha Pinney is the marketing director for the Modern Marketing Company, a boutique full-service marketing agency that works with coaches and services like health and fitness to product management. Today, we're talking about scalable content and why it's important to our businesses. Thank you so much, Natasha, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, I know it's early over there on the West Coast, but we must start off with what are you drinking? Yes, of course. Well, since it's eight, I cannot unfortunately have a mimosa right now on a Wednesday. So (laughs) I'm coming to you with my big cup of coffee. Um, I usually do my French vanilla creamer, but I spiced it up for you guys with some honey and oat milk. So mixing it up a little. I love that. Sounds good. Now, if it was like five o'clock, what would you be drinking? Oh, uh, definitely a margarita would be my go-to for sure. Mm -hmm. I like to do it. uh, This is like so basic, but I really like flavored margaritas. So like a mango margarita. Oh my goodness. I love it. Do you do like the sugar rim as well or like on the rocks or frozen? I like to do the salt rim. I feel like sugar rim is a little too sweet for me, but I like a salt rim. I'm with you. I love sweet, but I do love a good salt rim. Hmm. I like the combination of the sweet and the salty. I think I'm going to have to go to a Mexican restaurant pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, we, we up, so I get to pick dinner. So maybe. Oh, per- Mexican. Oh, that's <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. Well, Natasha, now that we've gotten that business out of the way, tell us a little about you and what you do how and how you've gotten to where you are now. Totally. So yeah, I started marketing when I was um, pretty young in college and I totally fell in love with it. I just kind of decided to do it on a whim, take an internship and um, bounced around with different ones in an agency setting. And then I started doing some in-house stuff um, and quickly just kept going in different facets of it. I did uh, digital marketing for a while um, and just different kind of things. I worked for a brewery for a bit and I just started to kind of fall in love with 
more so the digital side of things. Um, I was able to do like merchandise marketing and that kind of stuff and really found my niche in the digital side and um, social media, especially. That's kind of where I started. So this is very fitting. (laughs) Um, And then basically after college, I started doing uh, some freelance work for various different clients in a bunch of different industries uh, from like a jewelry maker to a small food service delivery to um, Lake of the Woods, which is like a resort place up in my hometown. So all different kinds of things. And then I ran into Hannah on Facebook and Hannah is the owner and founder CEO of the modern marketing company and female founded. Um, and we totally hit it off and I started working with her and it's been an awesome journey. And so now I'm the marketing director at the modern marketing company, which as you mentioned is a full service digital marketing company. And we focus on serving really innovative startups. And then I'm the experience director at female founded, which um, is essentially a business coaching and a mastermind company that helps elevate more women in business. Um, and so it's kind of an umbrella or it's in the umbrella of modern marketing company. That's so awesome. I love the idea of the female founded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely one of the things that starstruck me most about meeting Hannah. And I was like, you know what, this is absolutely a mission that I need to get behind. And I'm so all about supporting more women in the business industry, especially in society with in a society where we seem to have a little bit more of, you know, a difficult time stepping into this industry and dealing with imposter syndrome. So it's really, really cool to be able to help support more women, like fulfilling and seeing those dreams, seeing them through of starting their own businesses. So I'm curious about um, your sort of focus on innovative startups. So was that just the mission from, you know, the get go or did the the company sort of evolve, um, you know, finding, you know, through various other clients that this is really where you want to be? Honestly, both, I would say. Um, From the beginning, it's always been we want to focus on mission and vision driven companies. We really want to get behind companies that are living out their mission um, and they have like a deeper cause than just profit. And that definitely evolved over time. Um, We started working with the Next Level Coaching Academy, which serves a lot of fitness and nutrition coaches. Um, And they are often startup fitness and nutrition coaches. And that's been so much fun. We have some really great partnerships through that. And we've got to meet some great people. And then um, we also work with a bunch of different tech and SaaS startups as well. So we work with a product management company. Um, Right now, we just started working with a really really awesome crypto um, investing startup as well. Um, And we work with a couple different B2B companies and they're all very mission focused and they're very innovative. Their, Their products are often tech and complicated products is what we like to say too. Like they're a little bit different to explain and they're kind of breaking the mold of they're coming into an industry and they're usually like creating their new space. So explaining that um, is where we found our niche, like explaining the vision that they have and helping them tell their story to break into a new market is really where we found our niche. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I feel like we, we had, um, I forget who it was on, on the show, Kate, where, um, regulated firms or regulated industries sometimes have a really hard time or difficulty with social media. Um, oh, Lindsay White. Yeah. Lindsay White. Because 
um, you know, how do you convey a message when it's so heavily regulated or different? So I I could see that being a really big and interesting um, field to be in um, with a lot of these like new concepts that are super innovative that maybe nobody has heard about. And you're trying to describe it and create messaging around a product Mm -hmm. that can be difficult or, you know, not, um, you know, Super when you're doing it for the, the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because you're marketing to like the common, the common person that comes across LinkedIn or your Instagram, but you're also marketing to your specific other business buyers. So it's, it's kind of interesting. You have to use colloquial terms and really like simplify the language too. And, you know, not just for the average consumer, but you're, you're trying to explain your technical terms in a way that makes sense and also helps the story shine through. So it's one of those things, the content doesn't always come within 30 minutes. You know, you have to really sit down and make sure that the story you're telling is going to make sense in all angles, but it's so fun. Like that challenge I think is, is where we really thrive. I love it. I love it. Now this, this episode is about scalable content. I had never heard of that and I might be the only person in the world. Yeah, very innovative. I don't know. It sounds innovative. I'd never heard of it until we were discussing topics with you. What what is it? (laughs) I don't know. It's funny because I I, I've searched scalable content to see if other people have used this term, but it's kind of that term scalable content is I don't want to say we coined it because I know it's out there and other people have used scalable content before, but the actual mm-hmm. system is something we created um, our own version of it inside the modern marketing company. Um, after working with multiple clients who basically tell us their two biggest struggles when it comes to creating content for them is one, the time it takes for them to create it. Um, you know, they plan out content, they plan out the times they're going to try and create every single week. And then it gets there and they're racking their brain for ideas. And then by the end of it, they're like done with it before they even got anything on the page. And then the second biggest one, so the timing is a huge thing. And then the second biggest one is they truly don't know what stories to tell that are going to align with their brand and resonate with their audience. So they kind of feel like they're just shooting in the dark. Like they know they need to be posting because social media is huge and it's one of the best forms of marketing right now, especially organic. That opportunity is amazing, but they kind of just feel like they're saying things to try and talk with their audience, but they're not sure exactly what to say. Um, so we've created a method that helps our clients and everybody create high quality thought leadership style content um, that you can put out easily without spending hours each day or each week. And so it's a system for doing this where you take your time, you batch your content, you take time and you really sit with your thought leadership style content. So yeah, it's meant to help you save time and then really help you carve out your unique space online. All right. So that being said, now that we know what it is, how do we make it? How do, how do, how does it come? How does it come down that we're like, you know? Yeah. So, um, there are like three steps for creating the content. Um, and this is the, really the meat of it. Um, and so, um, I mentioned this earlier, but one thing about creating scalable content is sometimes it can be a little difficult to just explain in an audio format doesn't give me the opportunity to have an Excel sheet. So I will be providing you guys a resource. Um, and Kate and Jesse are awesome. They said they're going to link it down in the show notes. Um, so that will be there as well. And you can really see if you want to go through the exercise yourself, but I will definitely be doing that myself. (laughs) Yes. It's really great. It gets you to sit with your, sit with your thoughts. I think the great thing about scalable content is, um, 
it allows you to take a second to really think about what it is you want to be known for, which leads me to the very first step of creating it. Um, the very first thing, as I mentioned before, a lot of people don't know what stories to tell their audience that is going to resonate with their ideal client. So the first thing we always do when we get started with this system is ask our clients, what do you want to be known for? Um, and we really want you to simmer on that question and kind of like sit with your inner visionary and think about what is going to make you stand out and what facets in your industry um, you really want to be the champion of. Um, so one important thing to note is that I, when I say what makes you stand out, we avoid saying from your competitor um, because we're a community and we don't want to encourage trying to be, you know, different standing out from your competition. This method is really to allow you to, um, have the right people come to you. So you and your industry are going to have your own voice about topics that everyone is talking about in your industry, but you are going to have your own view and perspective of those topics. And those are going to resonate with your ideal client and it's going to attract them. Um, so the first step, like I said, ask yourself, what do you want to be known for? This is going to help you create content pillars um, or themes of content. So essentially, if I'm going to use an example at the modern marketing company, we want to be known for a modern way to do business. So um, the way we do that <clears throat> is through content about entrepreneurial lifestyle, women in business, marketing, of course, um, and branding, and then um, culture and leadership. So those right there, a modern way to do business, really talking about entrepreneurial lifestyle marketing, the things I mentioned, we're going to take the lens of a modern way to do business through those content pillars. So I've got my four pillars. Um, another good example, if you're in the fitness space, for example, some good pillars, nutrition, fitness, how, your modern approach to mindset, things like that. Um, so that's step number one. You're going to start out with your pillars. Um, before I go on to step number two, I know that was a lot. Does that make sense? No, totally. It does. It does. So I started to read, um, a story brand and this sounds very, I don't know if you've, if you've read it, um, but it sounds very much in line with that process as well, which it's, it's not a, I, I would say it's not anything new that marketers yes. don't know. Like the story brand is one, one way of doing it. And a lot of other marketers actually follow that process, but it sounds very, very much in, in line with it because I feel like, and I liked your point about the the idea that you don't want to stand out from your competitors, like that's really like not what it, what's important. What's important yeah. is allowing people to not even have to worry about your competition, but that you're going to just attract them regardless of your competition. So I really like that you put that out. Yeah. And especially with female founded too, we always, you know, women supporting women, we want to make sure we're all in this together. And it's not about tearing the competition down. Like we don't think that marketing should be about, Oh, I do this better than you do this. It's very much about carving out, like we said, your unique thought leadership. And that term too has been around for the longest time. Like you said, it's not a new concept, thought leadership. However, it's become kind of made a comeback in the last like four or five years. And I see why, and I think so many marketers see why it's because your own unique perspectives on things and why you created your company and your mission and vision behind it are going to attract your client um, and your ideal audience. Like it's going to attract more people who think the way that you do and who really want to stand behind your brand. And that's how you get loyal customers and loyal clients is people who believe in what you're doing. Love it. Yeah. So um, I'll jump into step number two. So the next one is to develop the thought leadership. Um, it's the topics within those pillars. 
So we took, what do you want to be known for? Um, that was kind of step one and two, I suppose we did what do you want to be known for and, uh, created the, the pillars of that. So the final step here is going to be basically you take those thought pillars and the way I'm going to explain this is if you think about a calendar, um, it would be essentially if you had four pillars, like we do, you would be posting. If you wanted to post four times a week, it would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And each one of those days, we're going to be focusing on a different content pillar. So one of the days, entrepreneurial lifestyle, another day, marketing specific content, another day, women in business content. Now, um, in order to get out more of those topics um, and like articulate your ideas around those pillars, you're going to ask yourself a set of questions. Um, and we've created seven questions that really help with this. Um, but for the sake of time, I will mention three of my like most favorite ones and ones that I think are the most impactful. And then we will, again, link that generator so you can do this exercise yourself. Um, but three of the biggest ones here. Or number one, what do you fundamentally believe to be true about this content pillar? Um, so marketing. So what are your core beliefs about this pillar? The second one, what are some life events that have led you to these beliefs? And that becomes your personal stories. Um, people really resonate when it comes from an authentic place of how have you, ex what's your experience like with this topic? And then the third one is what are the hopes and dreams that your ideal client has in relation to this content pillar? So marketing, for example, if um, you're a marketing agency and you want to share marketing content, um, what does your ideal client have? What are their hopes and dreams? And that would be to become a pro marketer. You know, somebody seeing this content, um, you'd assume they really want to up their marketing skills. And so this is going to help you really create once you simmer on these questions within each of the content pillars, it's going to help you start to pull out different ideas. It's like different ways to think about each facet of your business. Um, and so the answers to these questions essentially turn into your topic ideas and then you plug them. So if we had our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, each week, week one, week two, week three, week four is going to be a different answer to one of those questions or a different. And you'll find, too, that the answer to those questions can become like five different posts because your brain will just start going. So it'll become a different day of the week. It'll become a different post. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yes. I think, I think, um, you know, starting with like, you know, from the process of like, what do you want to be known for? And then creating your content pillars, but then diving into those questions. And I know you, you said there's a lot that go into it, but, mm -hmm. um, so my follow-up question in your, in your method, do you have, um, ways that you then are able to take those responses, whatever the answer is for that particular business to your your question prompt do you have a way of translating that into like the actual content piece yeah so oh, a lot of times that becomes the actual copywriting piece of it and the way that you want to phrase your your captions the way you want to phrase your bot blog posts mm -hmm. emails etc um and so the way you would form that is we like to tell people honestly just start writing like you're not writing for a caption start answering these questions to yourself on a piece of paper on a word doc like you're just answering the question you know by yourself not thinking about 
putting this somewhere. And then once you start doing that, once you start jotting down your answers, like, okay, let's see how, what do I fundamentally believe to be true about this? You'll start getting those little nuggets of your own thought leadership style um, that sometimes it takes a little bit to dig at. And then once you're done answering those questions, you take that and you, you look at it from the content lens. Um, you start pulling out, okay, so what is something I fundamentally believe to be true? Now, how can I create a caption that tells a story about this? And you know, that comes down to copywriting. There's so many different ways that you can tell that story. Um, so let's see, let's see a good one. If I fundamentally believe to be true, like thought leadership, for example, um, I'm going to take Patagonia. This is, I think a really good example. They make clothing, their thought leadership really surrounds sustainability. Like they don't need to do that. They make clothing, but their whole thought leadership, their mission, their vision is sustainably creating this and helping, you know, make the world a better place. So a lot of what they're talking about is how to sustainably make their products, how to, um, you know, use sustainability practices in your own life. And so I think if they, Patagonia, were to go through this exercise and what do you fundamentally believe to be true about sustainability, I think they could write an endless list. And then how you're creating that content kind of just becomes your own personality. Like if you want to start with, um, a question. I loved doing that, starting with a question that really gets your audience thinking. Um, like how many gallons of water do you think you use every day? That would be some, like a good one for Patagonia. If they're talking about mm -hmm. water conservation, something like that. And then it really can dive into the concept of, we fundamentally believe water is a resource that, you know, we don't have enough of around the world or is not shared equally, etc. And so you kind of see what, I mean, you really start to like unfurl this concept and you can create that one little tidbit into a whole um thought post or blog it's right. always wonderful when you can like take one piece of content and we've talked about this on the show before and make it into like a ton of different content ton of different oh, posts yeah. i love that it's so easy yeah, exactly. That's what's great about the questions too and the the scalable content method um, is once you start thinking about these things, you're like, oh my God, like we hear clients say this all the time. They're like, whoa, I never thought of it like that. And a lot of times when I sit here and do this exercise with clients, uh, they'll be like, wow, I had this one concept in my head and it turned into eight different things or eight different posts. Like you just said, it's like one thing turns into a million different pieces of content because of the different angles that you think about it. Now, um, one thing I think our audience might be interested in, in knowing is how to how to like systematically organize some of this. So like sure. I have a system of like, OK, I know I'm going to talk about this, like I'm going to turn this Instagram post into a blog post. And from there, I'm going to then translate it into an email newsletter. So mm -hmm. I kind of have like a very like simple system down. But if is there any tips or advice for that? I mean, because some content I feel like. Um, you know, there's long form and short form. And so, um, you know, and some, somebody may not want to use it for any e email newsletter versus a blog, or maybe they should. Is there any like thoughts that you have on how to systematically know how to translate that to various content? Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, I think when we first started doing this and talking about this system, um, a lot of this focuses on social media and the social media specific posts. So like my example of the calendar and looking at your content pillars as days of the week, um, and then each week of the month, multiple months will be the different 
answers to those questions. Um, I think that part systematically is really easy for you to go into. Even the content generator that we'll link to has multiple tabs in the Google Sheet, and a couple of them are just calendars, so you can literally plug. Then when it comes to your question of taking that content um, and translating it into different pieces of information, uh, one of the things that we say is, you know, for long form content, I think we are really rooted in authenticity and sharing messages that feel really good to you. So if you don't feel like writing a whole blog post or even a long form caption on water conservation, your morning routine, what have you, then don't do that. Like if you want to maybe share a little tidbit, write it in a short form caption and use that for one of your social media posts. That's awesome. Then you'll find as you're doing this exercise, as you're getting into your thought leadership, the questions that you're like, wow, I have a lot of beliefs about this um, that can almost turn into multiple social posts and multiple blog posts if you want it to. I think really sitting with what you fundamentally believe to be true is going to kind of ignite those wheels in your brain to, to start thinking, okay, what are the things I'm really passionate about? And that long form blog content should come from an authentic place of this is exactly what I want to be talking about. Um, these are, these are the messages that I want people to associate with my brand and my business. So it's the ones don't force yourself to write a blog. If you can barely write a social media post about it. I think that if you if you find yourself being like, oh my God, there's, a, you know, Instagram only lets me post 600 characters, whatever, that's way short, but whatever it may be, <laughs> then think about creating a blog post out of it. If you can't stop talking about that piece of content, that's probably something that you want to have on your site that you want to be talking about and sharing and associate with your company. I think it's so important that you've mentioned about being authentic and true because I feel ever since the pandemic has happened, people really have focused more on authenticity in their social media and on their websites. It's no longer that pretty and perfect curated feed. It's getting to know kind of the real person behind oh, the brand. So always important. To yeah, absolutely. I agree with just that. Get down to the nitty gritty, which I think that, I mean, just, I mean, I'm going to take a look at that, that sheet that you're yep. talking about. But I definitely, I think that's kind of what you're getting down to with mm -hmm. everything that's going on, the generator, as you call it. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, you know, thought leadership too. I think that's that's at the core of what that content marketing style is. It's really like becoming a champion of your unique ideas um, as they relate to your business and, and what you want to be known for. So, yeah, and I think a lot of that is rooted in authentic messaging, especially because people can see, th see through things that are not authentic. Oh, yeah. I think we all, we all definitely <laughs> see. Hmm. <laughs> it's still happening. You know, people yep. are still doing it. Now, tell us a little bit more. You've mentioned it a couple of times. Tell us a little bit more about the female-founded mastermind. Yes, definitely. Um, we're super excited to offer this, uh, the mastermind. So essentially it is a 12 week group coaching program that helps you embody your true inner visionary, develop a really rock solid roadmap for growth and intentionally scale your business while also winning back your time and your freedom and your schedule and therefore your sanity. Because one of the biggest things we struggle with as business owners is carving out time for ourselves. Like that is non-existent when people say time management, 
routine and create your own routine. <laughs> so um, we want to help get that back. We want to break that uh, thinking of hustle culture. And yes, it takes, you know, a lot of work and motivation and drive to become your own business owner. Um, but we want to help you create a really good mix of that. And then also start to scale your business in a way that feels really good to you. And you feel like you're owning it instead of the cart is pulling the horse. Um, so yeah, we're super excited to offer this mastermind. Um, and we have a really exciting deal going on for founding members. And anyone listening to this podcast is able to get $300 off of your, um, ticket basically to your, to the mastermind and to get your seat. Um, and so you can do that when you apply on our page, uh, which is the female founded HQ.com just right on that page. When you go to the application link, you just mentioned that you heard about us in the referral section Mention you heard about us here on the cocktails and content creation podcast. We're so excited to be offering that mm -hmm. through you guys. That's amazing. Yeah. And we're really hoping that people take advantage of that. And if you didn't get that web address, we will be sharing that in the show notes. So, wow, you really, I mean, we haven't, we haven't even talked about that alone, but it's like you really unloaded a lot of great information. And then again, I really hope people will go and check out that scalable content create, uh, generator. And we are actually going to be continuing our conversation with you in our next episode. Um, but that's going to be all about video. So we're excited about that. But for now, where can people find out more about you and if they want to learn more about your services totally. and those of the modern marketing company? For sure. So um, the Modern Marketing Co. is the username on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and also our web address. So just the Modern Marketing Co., um, all one word for all of those platforms. And then me personally, I just share my personal life. And, you know, it's not so much business content, but um, mine is Natasha underscore Penny and it's P-I-N-N-E-Y. Um, and then yes, for some really awesome business and marketing content, follow the modern marketing for sure. And the female founded is underneath that umbrella. So we share a lot of the content kind of in relation to that. So same place and female founded HQ.com is the web address for that. Mm, I, love Perfect. It. I love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to share this um, process with us. I think um, I think the generator will be really useful to our audience and I'm definitely going to check it out. So thank Me you too. so much for taking the time, waking up early on the, on the first <laughs> <that> with us. <laughs> of course, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys so much for having Thanks. me on. Well, thank you. And we're looking forward to having you back on for next episode. Totally. I look forward to it too. Well, as I said, I didn't know what scalable content was. And truthfully, I'm, I, I need that generator that she's talking about to really mm -hmm. get, I mean, I know now what she's, I get the concept, but now I really want to take that scalable content generator and like, just put it all down on paper. Right, right. So I think, you know, I'm excited to see it. And I know she she prefaced us by saying that it was going to be tough to uh, speak to in an audio format versus visually showing the actual um, the actual file that walks you through it. But I think the steps that she outlined are pretty clear and make a lot of sense. And one of yes. the things that I really took away from it is, um, you know, the big question that she asked, like in step number one, like, what do you want to be known for? And I think so many of us, obviously, like, yeah, we want to make money. And ultimately, we we will use marketing to help achieve that goal. But our message needs to be a little bit deeper than that other than mm -hmm. just like oh I want to make more money which obviously no one would go out there and be like give me your business I need to make money like obviously like 
that that's not what she meant by that. But I think establishing yourself, um, you know, I think, you know, your unique value proposition or she, she, coined, she used a different phrase, but something that sets you apart mm-hmm. um, in your industry, I think is really, really important to do in that first step. Definitely. And I loved her. I love what she was talking about with authenticity. It's mm-hmm. always, it's, it's more important than ever to just be, just be you, just be real. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think being real, but also, you know, figuring out what works. Um, I guess it's along the same lines of authenticity it works within your lifestyle. Like, you yes. know, if it doesn't feel if you don't like writing long form content, then mm-hmm. stick with the the types of content that are, that are going to make sense for you. Um, yep. But following her steps, I think, will make um, make your content creation easier. And now that we know this idea of, like, that it's really about scaling your content, creating it in a way that can be easily translated into other forms of content is really important, especially because we all are just feeling short on time a lot these yeah. days. And so being as efficient and productive as possible is um, is important in the entrepreneur life. Agreed. Agreed. Well, that being said, we're going to make this kind of efficient. Thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Community, and leave us a content a comment. I can't talk. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation, and we'd love it if you'd leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at Fashionably Kate and Co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos or at the Brand Photographer Method if you are interested in the world of brand photography. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail or water or tea. <laughs> and happy content creating.